just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you until the top of the hour. Hope it's a good Sunday morning. And with us for this show, we got a great cast of people here. We start with Lee Harris, legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. You can reach Lee actually on her cell phone if you've got any questions. And agents, she's always available for our questions as well. You can reach her at 649-7964. Also here, my buddy Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. You can reach Randy if you're thinking about getting a home loan. Well, Randy and his people can do it. His number is 6450736. Lee, I should mention at Limestone Title and Escrow, they do the closings, which they do a great job. I was just there this weekend. Yes, I did have another cookie because it was really but only one. Yep. Okay. And then son Greg, who's joining us with his hat in a reverse mode because he's so busy. Uh, who, just go, go, go. I'm just going all the time. doesn't even have time to turn his hat around. I don't have time to look in the mirror. I got to put my hat on backwards because I'm more aerodynamic this way. Okay. <laughs> so, and and I'm Bob Sekoler. You can reach me if you're thinking about selling your home this year or next year or beyond. Very simple. All you got to do is give me a call, and we come out, we talk either on phone, Zoom, or in person, and you can reach me anytime on my cell, 376-5483. All right. We go to the questions that come in via our email because we're doing a Zoom show because of COVID still in existence. So, Randy, Dan writes in, this is the lead story this week, the Fed raised short-term interest rates this past Wednesday. What was it, 20.25%? So he's wondering, what is that going to do to mortgage rates, and how does it affect mortgage rates? Well, actually, mortgage rates dropped right after that. Uh, So uh, long-term rates, yes, it does affect it some. But there is a point now where I believe uh, with that things are going to start coming down. Uh, and the really? consumer price index yeah. on May the 10th, we're going to show with the CPI takes in eggs when you buy groceries and all the above, is going to show a much lower number than May of 2022. May of 2023, oh. the CPI should come way down. And that's when I think rates are going to really start taking a dip. So uh, I think I think this this is I mean, things are still expensive obviously but i think the inflation is 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 tapering off and when that happens now we we need to get the housing market uh really rolling again it's doing okay but uh, uh so i think that's what's going to happen in that in that scenario okay good well that's good news yeah we mark your calendars and if it doesn't happen i'll give you randy's phone number again <laughs> yeah. you can reach out <laughs> all right so lee Yes. Samantha. Samantha sent us an email. She has a house that she wants to sell, and she had a termite inspection done. Now, we're going to pose this question next week to Brad Lawler over at Home Team, and you'll see why in a second. So she had a termite inspection done in anticipation of listing her home. The termite guy, she used, says that the only thing he found was one single track tube in the basement leading up from the window and uh, going down six inches. So that's all they found on the concrete. And the termite guy says it was not an active track. So Samantha is wondering a couple of things. First of all, can she remove it? How can she remove that track? And will she get into some legal trouble if she does? So Brad hopefully will answer next week, how do you remove it properly? But more importantly, Lee, is Samantha in trouble if she removes? And does any homeowner in trouble if they remove signs of 
a termite tube or anything else that could be detrimental to a house. Well, I think you could always, quote unquote, repair something or as long as you disclose on your form that there was a tube found, the inspector said it was not active and it had been removed, have your inspector review it as well as the buyer. Uh, the, the form that the sellers fill out is a seller disclosure form required by the state, and it uh-huh. asks if there's been any, any issues with blank and have it even if it's been corrected. So she could just note there, you know, no active termites found. You know, buyer obviously can have a termite inspection as well. But, yeah, they can fix things, but they just have to disclose it. Good. That's a good answer for Samantha. And then the question we'll ask next week of Brad is, so how do you actually remove it so there's no signs of it? Because I, I – okay. Yeah, but you, of course you're going to have it on the disclosure. Right. So no, right. No, no, you're no. going to also see – well, and then Brad's going to talk about on the inspection. You're going to see if there's any – he's going to look for more termite damage than just the, the tube because obviously where there's smoke, there might be fire. But if it's just one tube that was noted of an unactive track, right. it could have been old, right? Yeah. But being – knowing Brad and knowing his team, they're going to make sure that they're looking for other signs of wood rot or you know wood infestation, all those types of things. So it, it's one thing if you – Oh yeah, I know there's a, there's something here in the dirt to remove it. How's, what's the proper way of doing it? Yeah. Versus a legal a legal question, which obviously Lee's kind of pointed out that you know you you can do you can make repairs to your own property, but there is a disclosure. So if you try to make the repair and hide uh-huh. that it was there, and that's then a no no, Samantha. You uh, right, yeah. and you and you and because if we can prove that they were they were there and that you did pay for a inspection, uh, then you'd be in trouble. Do you end up in termite jail if that yeah. happens? Does you that... end up in jail with a whole lot of termites. It's really not. Ooh, pleasant. that's that's worse than than where <laughs> Weinstein is. Maybe. Hey, listen. If you want to uh, hear or see a rebroadcast of this show, we actually upload this to uh, to our YouTube channel. To get to it, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's www.LouisvilleAnswers.com. All right, we move on. Randy Marsha sent us this email saying she is a co-borrower on a mortgage in Louisville, but not on the deed. And, yeah, you heard that right. So she's wondering what liability will she have if the house is foreclosed on? Ooh, that's not good. Marsha? Uh, she'll, she'll have all the, you know, all the liability. All with, it. <laughs> yeah, with the other uh, person who is on the, the actual loan. And, unfortunately, she will not have any of the home ownership unless, Lee, you have something that, I don't understand. If they're not married, I would assume no that she doesn't have any home ownership. Just only the the, the responsibility the, of the paying the bill. Lee, Lee, can you uh, allude to that, or do you? Yeah, if if she's not on the title uh, and she's on the mortgage and the note, then she's responsible for the the financial part, but not doesn't get any of the benefits of of the equity. Or if something goes wrong, she's going to have it on her credit, or she's going to have to pay it. Well, and also now she was married. Go ahead, Greg. No, go ahead. I think you you got my train of thought. Go ahead. Yeah, she was she was married to this person, and then she would have own half of it, right? Yes, Kentucky has dower and courtesy laws still. It's one of four states that still has that. So if you're married, you do have interest in your spouse's property just by the virtue of being married. Right. So there's no, and, and just to be clear, she has there's even if they go to sell the property, and whoever is on the deed, her boyfriend or girlfriend, whoever. They can keep the they can keep the money that they make and don't right. have to give her a dime because there's unless there's an agreement in place or tenancy in right. common or whatever, you know or or it's common law maybe I don't know if there's something in common law but that's a whole other you know slippery slope so yeah Which, that's we a great see point. it we if see it all sell. the time so people yeah. if you're gonna put money in or put your credit on the line get an agreement that you're 
going to get something out of it because we see it all the time where people say, oh, well, I fixed the roof, so I should get. And the other person says, nope, <laughs> I'm not getting anything. And and oh, listen, no. don't pull a form off the Internet to secure that properly. You need an attorney like Lee Harris or mm-hmm. Limestone to put some teeth in it. Yes, Otherwise, it's true. like it's Make it binding. Oh, that's just terrible. I, I feel for you. All right. Would you say that if all, all possible, Marsha should marry her this other person? Because <laughs> yeah. then she Go to the courthouse quickly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to see some of the uh, the reviews for our Socolor team, we're really proud of them. I, I check reviews. I've told you that whenever I go on to Amazon, it's important. So we've got reviews we've been accumulating. You can go to LouisvilleZillow.com, and that's a redirect to the Zillow reviews, or go to Louisville Google. Dot com. That's a redirect to our Google reviews. All right. So Lee Jeanette says she listens to us all the time and she's wondering what happens to a home owned by two people after a medical incident. Apparently, Jeanette's mother and her aunt own the home that she's referring to 50 50. She says her aunt recently had a stroke and that has left her incapacitated and unable to make any sort of legal decisions on her own, and she will be unable to provide input in the upcoming sale of the property. And Jeanette is saying that she did not have any sort of will um, or living will, so she's wondering, is her mom still able to sell the property? How does that actually work? Yes, well, that's a good question, and it's a good plug for people to get uh, a will, a, a healthcare surrogate, a POA, a guardianship, whatever you need uh, before something happens. Um, so probably if she, if no one is, is a POA and no one is allowed to sign for her, she has to go to the district court and get someone appointed a, as a guardian for her to sign off on her interests. Um, maybe there's a POA out there that uh, she signed for someone, but if not, that's the best way to handle it. This house can still be sold, but somebody needs to be signing uh, as her official signatory, which would be appointed by the court. It could be a family member. It could be somebody who's disinterested. Is that a complicated process, Lee, other than? Not really. Not really. Uh, it's just going to district court, filing a claim, a claim for guardianship, and then uh, going before the court. That's that's what mo- a lot, if you get jury duty, that's what a lot of jury duties are all about. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's just one part of it. So if it's just a medical issue, what happens if during the, con- let's say, during the contract process, this, the, the 50% interest passes away? And you have the percentages who's there. Right. Does that's it go true. into probate? It has to. Yeah. Does it have to go through the process? Like it's, then you know. you'd need to look at the deed. If they are in survivorship, then uh, the deed, the property would go solely to the mother uh, who owns the property with her in survivorship. If they're not gotcha. in survivorship, then her portion is going to have to be probated. Yes, if she has heirs. Right. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Got it. If uh, you want to see what uh, sellers have said about us visually, we do have videos of this. You can go to Louisville Sellers Talk. Dot com. I think we have more than 100 videos, louisvillesellerstalk.com. All right, Randy, this is going to be a tough one because I don't know how you get around this question from Rob. He's getting a divorce. He wants to buy the house from his wife, his soon-to-be uh-huh. ex-wife. She is fine with selling it to him, but he's been told he needs to refinance a loan out of her name, and he's currently yep. saying he's got a 2.8% interest rate, and it would mean he'd have to go to, I guess, a 7% interest rate. Is there mm-hmm. any workaround to that? Um, uh, in MLS number two six three six two, the, the rates right now, you know, the APR rates in the low sixes, uh, or high fives depending on the product. Uh, so we, but there is no, uh, there's not a way around that. No, 
he's going to have to refinance it in his name and take the higher rate, unfortunately. Is there a way to assume the loan if he pays? No. No way to no, do that. Not, not, no. Yeah. Uh, it, it, they, they, they say you can, but I, I, Lee, have you ever seen an assumable loan? Maybe you have. Years ago, every, maybe. Every once in a while, yeah. A long time ago, they were very popular, but haven't yeah. seen a lot lately. No. No. And our contracts, when you write a buyer purchase contract, it still says assumable as yeah. one of the check marks. It's like, yeah. let's let's get with this, our board. Come on. There are, <laughs> the question would the question be trying to strike a deal that I mean, depending on how amicable the the, the divorce is, right? Um, you know, getting the what paying the wife off the deed, perhaps, and being able to keep her credit and paying the house. Oh, to pay now the we house go back off. to the previous question with having the mortgage in your name, well, but the, not the deed. Well, the question, right? Well, the question is, which they, I'm sure you could you could get her off the deed, right? And then she would just have yeah. the financial; she'd have to pay her. They'd have, that's how, how amicable is it oh, and see if, yeah, if she yeah. was to buy a new, it just gets messy, but you know, hopefully, you know, that go, I, I hear, I feel for him going from a 2.8 yeah. to, yeah. to a five or a six would be, you know, Could cause you see- for, Hey, can we, can we stay together for, we got 15 yeah. years wait <laughs> on the note or <laughs> wait until at least May. May. Randy of, says the rates are coming down. Wait till May. Instead of staying together it? for the kids now, stay together for the mortgage. Stay together, <laughs> stay together for the rates. You heard it here first. Could you Lee see? Harris has coined the new term, yeah. staying together for the rate. The mortgage. <laughs> was, it, what was it date the house? What was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Date, what was the whole thing? Was I don't remember. House? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> could you see Rob's soon-to-be ex-wife's divorce attorney getting a proposal that says, "Okay, you're going to stay on the mortgage, but your your name will take off come off the deed." <laughs> I don't see that happening at all. No. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your phone calls. Also. We're going to be talking uh, about the three recent bank failures and how that could actually impact when wow. you buy and sell a home. They, it does have some impact. We'll talk a little bit about that. With us here continuing, it's our friend Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and to the closing table. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. Lee Harris is here, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow, and they do a great job. I was just there this week. And uh, Mike Weber was my closing attorney. He was a great guy. Wonderful. He's a friend and a great guy. And um, you can uh, reach uh, Lee and and her folks at 649-7964. Remember to get a cookie over there. And if you're thinking of selling your home now or in the future, whenever, give me a call. We'll come out. I'll come out. Talk to you. Or we can do it by Zoom or by phone. What the process is, what the home is worth. That way, if I'm there, I can tell you, you, I do a CMA. It's a competitive market analysis on my computer live. So you're able to see exactly how this all works. And then um, and see if you want to go and put it on the market. It's free. No obligation for me coming out and talking. 376-5483 is my number. 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase, and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit 2-1 Buy-Down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year, and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736-NMLS. 26362-2473. 
this is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. People often think that real estate agents market and sell the same way, but they don't. I'm Barbara Corcoran and I've worked with the best agents throughout the country. Having a local real estate agent who offers great marketing and options to fit your needs is smart. In Louisville, the agents I trust and you should hire are Bob and Greg Sokola. If I were selling in Louisville, Bob and Greg would be my guys. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. We are back. My thanks to Barbara Corcoran. And, folks, I haven't really talked about this, but Greg and I were up to see Barbara, what is it now, three weeks ago, Greg? And oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It was the most incredible experience because this time we're in a car driving, and I reveal, I do a video. So here's here's a little. I like the video. The video was oh, you fantastic. Saw it. The, uh, Lee, yes. I don't know if you've seen this yet. No. So it is so funny and so entertaining, <laughs> um, and you'll have to see it to believe it. So what you do is just send me an email, bob at com. bob at com, and then just say, I want to see the video in the subject line or the Barbara video, and I'll send you a I'm link to it. right now. Yeah, are you sending it right now? Okay, good. Yep. Do that. Yeah, do it. Cause, <laughs> yeah, it's really it cool. It's uh, it's one of the best videos I've done. Uh, I agree, and you've yeah. done a lot of great videos, yeah. but that one is and a lot of it was because of, because of Greg. Greg, do you yeah. want to reenact the the phrase that you used? No, no, I'm in the car. Oh, right okay, now. I can't. all right, no, it's not, it was okay. in the moment. All right, all right, and again, so uh, you got that. You got you know who's here. My son Greg is here. Obviously, he does our marketing photography and so much more. He does a great job. Very proud of him. So the one of the things that we wanted to talk about, and again, you can reach me in case I didn't give that number out, 376-5483. That's uh, 376-5483. All right. So the recent, there were three recent bank failures. Who knows if there's going to be any more? But, Randy, the impression I'm getting is because of that failure that we may see mortgage rates actually come down because of the concern over the failures. Do you have a correlation, or should I read off of this report? Uh, I'd like to hear your correlation first. So that, the demise please. of the three banks um, sending shockwaves throughout the already fragile economy, it could have an impact on real estate. Silicon uh, Valley Bank failure, along with a few other banks, means that the Federal Reserve cannot be so aggressive in raising its short-term interest rates. Well, <laughs> they were this right. past Wednesday. They put it up another 25 basis points. Uh, and so that the theory, according to Lawrence Young, who is the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, he's saying, and I'm quoting here, therefore mortgage rates will decline. 
Mortgage rates have been steadily rising as we've been tracking in recent weeks. A 30-year fixed loan averaging about 6.73% last week of the week before. That's according to Freddie Mac, and the Fed has been making a series of aggressive rate increases as we've been talking, short-term increases, which, as we say, have impacted um, the long-term rate. So the the reason, the the concept behind this is, according to um, the National Association of Realtors, is that rates will come down because of the concern the, that the Fed is not going to be raising the short-term rates as quickly or as increasingly uh, as they have in the past. So you buy that? I, I, I really don't. I, I think it's more uh, what's going on with inflation. Oh, okay. um, and, and I really do. I think, I think that inflation is the key indicator right now if they want to, if they continue to take rates up and, and sincerely that what they did wrong is they waited too long yeah. to raise rates and yeah. now they're, they're all being over aggressive with it. Um, you know, and employment is going to finally show that it's not rocking like everybody thinks there's a, you know, they did a lot of, uh, adjust, adjustments, which they're allowed to do in January, which gave false numbers in my opinion. So now that we're going to have an employment issue, and with inflation coming down, though, it's going to be a great recipe for us to have better rates. So I don't think it really has a lot to do with the the, the long. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Randy. I think it, I think it's the the real the real numbers are going to be when that CPI index starts to show not just a flattening and a, and a stabilizing, yeah. but a real turn towards the other direction. And that's where if you've been watching any of the Squawk Box or MSNBC, I've been glued to it the past couple of weeks. It's it is the Fed taking the the market out of it and the market's certainly reacting to the fed but the fed's not reacting to the market the fed's reacting exactly. to that inflation number specifically and whatever banks are left in the dust in my personal opinion um are going to be left in the dust so when the, the first question bob said that we think more may might fail i think a couple more might domino depending on you know there's some there's some one of the, the the credit default swaps that are getting ready to come due and there's the the debt ceiling issue that's looming um, so there's Strap a couple more, there's a couple more things we got to get through, but the yeah. good news is, yeah. and whenever the question I always get from everybody is how's the housing market, they hear all this stuff. And right. while it has slowed dramatically in respects to the past couple of years where interest rates were really low, it has stabilized. The good agents are still out there working. There's still business to be had. People still need to move. Jobs yes. are still relocating. People are still moving from big cities to come to Louisville, Kentucky. The question is again, inventory and are you in the position to sell and leverage yourself what do you need to do and those are the questions you need to start asking yourself and talking to a real estate agent well, because rates shouldn't rates wouldn't shouldn't necessarily scare anybody away from having to make a move it's if it works for you and the timing is right for you is what you should decide not the rate and well case in, case in point is your wife sincerely she's still doing business there's a, a, on the Sokola team almost everybody's still doing business yeah. and, mm-hmm. and and sincerely when i say it, there there's another issue here also, Greg, is that when you can go out now and get a six-month term treasury backed by the government, a note for 4.99%, you know, there's going to be a lot of deposits to leave these the, the banks, and that's right. another mm-hmm. issue. And now you have all this, you put this all together, and that's why I think the banger in, industry is going to be uh, somewhat under pressure. And this happened back in 2008, 2009. And uh, really, uh, Fannie and Freddie kept rocking. And that's what, you know, the long-term play is they kept going. And and uh, now the short-term is going to take some, could have some issues. For example, car loans, things of that nature could get a little dicey. Not that they will go away, but that that's where you're going to have more issues than the long-term play. 
which is long-term rates, I should say. All right. And by the that's, way, that's what we're watching. I'm sending you that YouTube link right now, even as we speak, because I can do that. I can do multiple <laughs> things, even even chew gum if I wanted to at the same time. Multitasker. Yeah. A reminder, if uh, you are thinking of selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. You want a copy? Hey, free of charge. Again, no obligation. Send me an email, bob at com, and then put selling tips in the subject line, and I will email that right back out to you. All right, you're going to love this one, Lee and Greg. Randy, you may be happy with this question, but this one is definitely up Greg and Lee's alley. Here we go. Jesse writes in. He says, if a drone (laughs) is flying over my property, and I've already told my neighbor that I do not want the drone to be flying over my property, Jesse wants to know, can he destroy it without legal legal repercussion? Can he shoot it down? (laughs) Jesse, I'm going to go no on that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, Greg? all right, Lee. Let's say, let's say it yeah. is, and I'm going to bring some real estate terms in here. Yeah. Let's say they shoot not a gun, but like a, a net. You a know, what? Like on a pole, it, a, a net or a pole. Oh, a net. Let's say okay, it's flying. Yeah. Let's say, let's say it's flying close <laughs> to you on your property, right? <laughs> yeah, and close enough to to scare you. Okay. Yeah. Right. I would say I own my property. I own the air above my property, I guess, right? That's no, I don't think you you own the air above the land. Down, down you down own, the, yeah, down the minimal. How how so, far above you do you own? <laughs> above, uh, seriously, does anybody know? Well, it's really it, that's a great point because obviously airplanes fly over your property and you can't. You know, <laughs> but you're you own the air rights and and you own the underneath. But how high wow. up? AKA, I Who think knows? this would be more of like you know, listen. If I'm flying my drone over somebody's right. property and they yeah. and they get it, I'm gonna be like, that's probably my fault. And if somebody's doing that and, they, and it's close to my house and it looks yeah. like it's gonna get me, I'm gonna take it down. But wait, so and, Lee, I, and I fly Lee, drones. So let's just answer this question: Does Jesse get into trouble if he takes the drone down? Well, I thought the word was, "Can I destroy it?" Is that can what he just, well? It? Okay, yeah. Okay, can, <laughs> can he destroy it? Can no, he destroy I don't it? think is, I don't think Jesse can destroy it. I think if it's if it's putting him in danger or his family in danger or upsetting his pets or whatever, he can probably do a nice way of bringing it down and and keep it until he has a nice agreement with his neighbor to not bother him anymore. Oh, hold but, it ransom. Well, I mean, just no. <laughs> but just Lee, make an agreement with his Lee with his Harris on this radio show <laughs> just said hold the drone ransom <laughs> until the agreement is in place. Usually, the agreeable bacon apple pie, Lee Harris said. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you want us to come out and help you, I got an easy way. Rather than giving you a phone number, you can go to bobsellmyhome.com. That's bobsellmyhome.com. All right, last question here, Andy. Uh, Andre plans to uh, buy a house in the next few months. He'll be looking, get a load of this, for a $450,000 home and trying to get a 30-year fixed mortgage. His parents told Randy, uh, Andrew or Andre that if he paid an additional $10 a day or approximately $300 a month in mortgage payments, he'll save more than... $50,000 in interest over the life of the loan. And he's wondering, if he makes that extra 300 bucks a month payment, is there any special procedure to let the bank know to let it go towards the principal and not to just some payment? Now, I think that's a really good question for everybody because all yeah. of us are thinking about that, right? Right. I, I, I would just make sure that you, you make um... – a note of it, or you call, it's harder to make a note now. So it would be better just to call in after it's done and go, okay, that extra, um, 
uh, what was it? 300, 300 bucks yeah, a month. Yeah. 300 bucks a month. I want to make sure that went towards my principal. And then yeah, personally, when I, when I, I go through my, my uh, when I go through my payment portal I've, and it's, I've had my, my loan in multiple home service through multiple servicers, through multiple banks. I've always had a spot that, that denotes additional principal. If you want to yeah. add additional principal, yeah. it denotes it right there. Bada boom, bada bing. And I actually, when I moved over to another bank, which I won't name originally a couple months ago, my banker told me, absolutely do not do that. Do not put that money, put it in the market, to which I laughed at her and said, no, yeah. the market is not a guarantee right now. I would <laughs> not do that. I'd rather put it on my principal and just pay my house down faster. And who was right? It was not the banker. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Greg was, was right. Greg was right. All right. Well, we are out of time. This has been a fascinating, very quick show. Yes. My thanks to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. You can reach Randy, 6450736. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a great job at closings. And by the way, you can pick the closing attorney you want. You can call Lee anytime on her cell phone. And again, all of us agents remember Lee is a great person to have a question answered, and she tries to do a great job for all agents. Six four nine seven nine six four. My thanks to my son Greg, who does all of our marketing, photography, and so much more. Does a great job, and uh, you can reach me, Bob Sokol, anytime, day or night, weekends as well. If you're looking to think about buying a home, we've got ten agents ready to help you. If you're thinking about selling, call me, and I'll come out. And we can talk about what the plan might be, what the market looks like, what the home is worth, and then go from there. You can reach me at 376-5483. That's it. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.